We're here, the boys are back, and we're doing another episode of Loud About Nothing. Okay, 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 it's me. It's your boy. It's the fucking hottest dude in the podcast game. That thotty boo body, okay? The fucking Sebi Chianti himself, Seabass Provolone, Sebastian Canelli, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Everyone's wondering if he's here, and oof, he is here, and he is looking cute today okay <laughs> he is making me catch feelings the sun is hitting his hair and i can imagine him having a salt and pepper situation when he gets older right now which i kind of like he may not be blood but he is my nephew give it up for robbie boy robbie say what's up what's up there's literally no sun <laughs> robbie i don't know what's happened you got you're a little painting salt. this beautiful picture of me but thank you sebastian <laughs> Robbie, I told you they can't see you. Let's just hype you up, okay? You look cute, okay? You forget. Robbie? Yes. Moguls only, bro. We only bring on the fucking hottest moguls. And up today, no different. We got a fucking mogul, okay? They have literally a a fucking phenomenal podcast on Spotify, hyphenated podcast. They are the head writer of a new kid's show, Hamster and Gretel. Give it up for Joanna Hausman. Joanna, what's oh up? My gosh. I've never been called a mogul. <laughs> like, I feel it. like I need to own real estate now. Bro, get used to it. Yeah, you do. I mean, it's a good investment now. That's what everyone's telling me. It's a great investment real estate. I'm going to buy a parking space. Oh, honestly, <laughs> if honestly, that almost sounds better than a good apartment. Sometimes I fantasize not even about having like a two bedroom where I have an office and uh, yada yada. I fantasize about just being able because I have a car in the city, just pulling. Oh into no, a I'm spot. so sorry to hear that. I know it's a not, you know what I moved. To, I remember I moved to this uh, to a new apartment, and the first night the fucking they broke into my car and stole all the shit out of the car. <laughs> no <laughs> way. It's su- it's such a nightmare. I got rear end by a taxi cab. Uh, and, and I had to pay most of it because their insurance didn't cover anything. And the guy was sending me nasty text messages. I mean, having a car in the city is the worst case scenario. But I, I think it's like one. being in an abusive relationship. Like it, like the pluses are good, but like the negatives far outweigh the positives. Yes. Like, I don't know. I don't know. This is me as a concerned friend, Sebastian, for you. Like, I don't know if this is good for you. It's not, but it's nice to brag about. You know, it's like a, it's definitely like an abusive relationship because I'm when I go out in public, I go, oh, yeah, I got a car. I got a car. Yeah, Everything's yeah. good. I have a car. And I go home. I go, Jesus, I got to get the registration done. Someone just scratched the side. What the fuck is happening? And it's just like, check oil, check oil. I'm like, I know, motherfucker. <laughs> I am not. I mean, it's the. I think what's even worse is those fucking um. The what are the Vespa things called? Oh, the the blue are they the new like blue scooters? The rev like, scooters. Rent? Yeah. Well, yeah. I have a hot take. I think that New what? York City is too car friendly. That we should have like Fuck a you. bigger investment oh. in public transport. I mean, who could fucking afford a car? We need to have like more bike lanes, more like public transportation, better like that is the real solution, not to like help you with your car situation. No offense. <laughs> I got to say I kind of agree. I'm really sorry to throw you under the bus here, which is something you can take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should have a yeah, e-bus. Yeah, there's like a extensive public transportation system and then I think ban all the cars. Fuck them. I- I thought you were a real New York kid, Robbie, but you truly are. I mean, bridge and tunnel people love fucking cars in the city. We're the only people that do cars in the city. Robbie, I can't believe you would throw me, just throw me on the train tracks like that, okay? Because it's the I, fucking I got, train delayed, okay? 
You know, I got to say, I during the pandemic, I had I like grabbed my parents old car and like drove it to the city. And I was a car girl in New York for a couple months. And I felt like, you know, in the video game when you're when you're playing at like a what is it in like third person and then you switch the game to first person perspective and you're like this is a whole new freaking game like where are we at that's what it felt like to have a car in the city i'm like this is how short the distance is it takes me like an hour and 30 minutes (laughs) to do this on the subway and it's like a five minute car ride what if what is the travesty i've been lied about like now with traffic it's different but it was like it was liberty i know that's what you know what the thing is it's nice if i have like late night shows and I'm mm-hmm. going all the way from Hell's Kitchen to Brooklyn on the train. That's over an hour in a car. It's under a half hour. So that's what it was yeah. about. That's, there was also yeah. like a magical sweet spot in the pandemic where you could get almost anywhere between like Manhattan and Brooklyn in 20 minutes. It was wild. Oh, There's just no cars. <laughs> there was, it was nobody. Beautiful. It was like depressing. But <laughs> yeah, it was. It felt like a video game. It felt like, you know, that uh, that Fourth of July when no one's in New York City. That one like day or like right yeah, before, Christmas day. Yes. That's one of my favorite times in New York when you could like it's Christmas and there's no one around. But it was Christmas for the worst reasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was it, Jesus wasn't for months. He was just dying over and over again. So it was it was. So you two, you guys are like New York, New York guys like you New York. You're not New Yorkers. You're New Yorkers. Joanna, which you means know, you didn't know that about me. Well, no, of course. I mean, it's uh, it's like it's so obvious. It's 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 absurd but like it 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 almost like it just clicked to me that you have this insight that all of us don't have about like the best days in new york because people aren't here i don't even know what those are oh because you always you would always leave and go someplace i gotta go see my family i gotta go you know i gotta go visit my my brother or whatever and i'm you know i i don't my family doesn't live here so i'm not around during the most beautiful days in new york where no one's around you know what? We only say it's the most beautiful days because only like real New York people could experience those. I don't know if they're the most. I mean, it, uh, you go to Rockefeller Center, it's busy. Uh, that's like a spectacle also. You know what I mean? That's right. something that's. But I think that it's just the only things that we get alone. So we pretend it's the most beautiful. You know what I mean? Like it's right. not the actual most beautiful. It's just what we have. Which because everyone wants to be everyone wants to say they're a New Yorker. Everyone like Boston University girls that move here and spend six months in Hell's Kitchen, they're like, I'm from New York. And it's like, I'm pretty sure you're from Ohio, but okay. Um, So you guys have like... (laughs) The Ohio to Boston University pipeline. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I always feel like Boston is like a toy city to prepare people for a real city. Um, until I started watching all those like Mark Wahlberg movies and I'm like, oh my God, there's like a seedy side of Boston I didn't know about. I thought it was just like a cute little fake Toys R Us town to prep me for New York. Um, uh, the mob is real in Boston because they got the Irish mob and the Italian mob up in Boston. So yeah. it's like two mob. I mean, New York only had one mob and that's very embarrassing. And we try not to talk about it because we wish we had to, you know? <laughs> We this is supposed to be the melting pot. What the fuck? I, we should have all the mobs. We should have. I'm, I'm sure we do. Actually, I'm, I'm sure. sure that you I'm do. sure we have every. I I'm mean, the, sure there's a Russian mob. The Russian mob. Yeah, is all popping. different types of Russian mobs. And they're terrifying. Um, if but if that girl came up to me from Hell's Kitchen, I I would go. You're from New York, just because I thought she was hot. <laughs> I would sell out. Oh, you would give. You would sell. For a BU. Yeah. Oh yeah. And in my heart, my heart would be burning inside. Wow. But I would be like. 
damn, she's, yeah, you're from New York. You're from New York. <laughs> I'm from New York, too. Oh, my God. Oh. That's my that's my Sebastian <laughs> impression. Joanne, do you terrible. say you're from New York? Um, So it, like, simplifies things. Because I'm from Venezuela, right? Yeah. And yeah. I look like. I look like what you'd expect a girl from BU to look like who wears Jansport backpacks and North Face. <laughs> so, like, when I say I'm from Venezuela, it it usually includes, like, an explanation and a lot of wasted time and a lot of questions yeah, 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 yeah. and, like, you know. I, I always feel like when I say I'm, I'm from Venezuela, it's like um like when a magician makes a car disappear, like David Blaine, like made a building disappear and people are like, holy uh-huh. fuck. Like when I say I'm from Venezuela, that's usually the reaction I get from people. <laughs> but like anyone can say they're from New York and no one's going to be like, yeah, mm, except for New Yorkers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, a, so I don't say it from New York. So people are like, Oh, where are you from? I'm like, I live in New York. And then the, um, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 that's beautiful. Yeah, I live in New York, right? Because you don't want to go into detail about like, well, da, da, do, 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 right? That sounds so fucking annoying to have to explain. It's, yeah. it's like, like, it depends with who I'm talking about. Like, when yeah, I'm yeah. next to someone on the airplane, I'm like, I don't know who you voted for. I don't know what your deal is. Like, I'm <laughs> yes. just going to keep this simple. Um, yeah. But when I like foresee someone, I, when I could tell someone sort of speak Spanish, I like whip it out. I'm like, oh, um, yeah, I'm from Venezuela. You know, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> Joanna, can, wait, can I can I compliment you right now? Yeah. Your your nails are absolutely fucking phenomenal. Your, oh my god. Your nail. Oh my god. There it is. Spring has sprung. There it is. It's honestly like I'm trying too hard. Every nail is a different no. color. Um, no. I got these done after my first face surgery um, because I had face surgery because of my face cancer. It wasn't actually called face cancer. I think it's funnier to call it face cancer. I had a very large uh, skin tumor. Um, And I was like, what can I make myself like do to one, make myself feel better, but to also to like distract people from the uh, sanitary pad I have on my cheek. And I was like, I'm just going to hold for the last nails and like, no one's going to look at my face. They're going to look at my beautiful hands, you know? I, I mean, I noticed. I'm so, Sebastian I'm so, is that person. He's your target I audience. Am, I am that person. <laughs> he loves the nails. <laughs> I love Manicures. The nails. At, ladies need to know. Sebastian likes the manicures, all right? I think they do. I talk about almost every episode. How much <laughs> I-, <laughs> I always say if they if they if they have to drive the steering wheel with like an open palm like that because they don't want to fuck up the nails. That's... <laughs> I'll tell you you're from New York no matter where you're from, okay? <laughs> okay? <laughs> if that's how you drive. I'm uh, totally Except if they, if they're driving. Actually, if they're driving, that means they're definitely from New York. They got a car yes. in the city. 100%. There we go. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, are you scared to drive? I'm like, when I was 17, me and my friends used to go on the West Side Highway to smoke blunts and listen to Jay-Z. Like, that's what we thought was fun, was driving up and down the West Side Highway. So, like, oh my God, no, I'm not so scared funny. to drive in the city. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's very so, different. That's so different. Like, I don't know what, I mean, I didn't really, I didn't grow up in, like, the suburbs in America, but I'm assuming the American suburbs, like, people are like, yeah, let's go to a parking lot. And I don't know much. I'm assuming. I, I don't we know. Would go I, to Walmart I, I learned sometimes. this on movies. Where'd we you go? go? We would just go to Walmart in high school. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, this really and is walk a capitalistic Walmart country. And then go to <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. We wouldn't even buy anything. We would just walk around Walmart. Or walk well, around we, the mall. But Walmart's open later than the mall. Oh, uh, <laughs> so yeah. You could go, yeah, mall, Dunkin' Donuts, Walmart. 
to just walk around. You don't even like yeah, consider around, buying know. a television because you can't because you're a kid. You don't have money. Yeah. No. Yeah. Joanna, what would you do as like a, at that age? Then? Um, I would. So like I could go to clubs and and stuff, but you know, Caracas That's... was the the murder and kidnapping capital of the world, so it was really dangerous. Okay. Uh, so a lot of my time was like, yeah, we're going to go party, but like, we need to figure out how we're going to be safe. And uh-huh. so it was a lot of fear. Like I'd go, I'd be partying and then I'm like, oh my God, I got to get home. We got to get in my friend's bulletproof car. We got to make sure no one's following us. Like, it's just, it was just, I, I was like in constant panic Jesus. and, 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 and now like I'm such a neurotic, anxious person. I don't, I can't believe I survived. Cause I, I freak out about like I anything right now. And I'm like, I, I don't know how I, I did that as a teenager. I guess my frontal lobe wasn't completely formed. 100%. Um, I'd go to protests a lot. Yeah. That was a place to like, you know, look at the cute boys that, uh, fight for human rights. Um, uh, I'd skip school <laughs> to go to protests, which was fun. Wow. Um, yeah, and uh, I'd, I'd skip school to go to the Pizza Hut buffet. I mean, we are not the same. It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> kind of the same thing. Is it? <laughs> I'll tell you what. There was no, there was no one cute in the Pizza Hut buffet either. There was no mucus at the Pizza Hut buffet. You just need your democracy to be questioned by a dictator, and then just walking outside uh, with posters becomes sort of like your social game. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We, just fun fact for for those out there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Wow. That is I mean you must your anxiety now you can't like when you grow up like that that doesn't change. I mean you that's why you're probably anxious about everything right now because it's probably in, inside of you from uh, like as a kid. Well, like I'm Jewish, so I think I was born with it. I think that like for me I have a theory there's two Jews that like okay. were able to survive the constant generational, you know, uh a murder. And it's just like the really strong, hardcore guys. Most of them went to Israel. You know, they can, they're like kind of scary and strong and they're spies. And then yes. there's like the New York Jew, which is like we survived because we just assumed something bad was going to happen all the time. And that's the neurosis that sort of <laughs> saved us. That's sort of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the a evolutionary uh, leg up we had, which, you know, kills most people with heart attacks. But for us, it was kind of good. And I have that. But I think. <laughs> Growing up in Venezuela actually helped me because when something really bad is happening, like yeah. really bad, I am I actually stay relatively calm because I'm just trained to do so. It's the small things that give me anxiety. Like like I just miss I miss my connecting like subway and I might be four minutes late to this audition <laughs> and then I will no longer have a career. But then it's like, oh, we can't find your uncle. He like disappeared on the way to work on on friday and it's like oh shit that's really bad okay we'll we'll figure it out like (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's that's pretty beautiful that's yeah we found my uncle he he was uh he was taken uh into political prison and he's fine but i think that like i think (laughs) it it didn't help my anxiety but it helped me at least compartmentalize the things i should be anxious about into things i don't stress about yeah it's i mean also, stressing about auditions is literally the stupidest thing in the world. I do I, it too. I hate it. Why do we do this? I don't know. They literally will make us wait in a crowded room for two hours. But if I'm three minutes late, I feel the need to email my manager. Yada, yada. Know. You know what I mean? Back in the day. 
And then also they, they put you in a cramped room filled with like better versions of you. Oh, I and know. it's like, it's like, why do you do this? Everyone here is better than me. And so clearly, like, you're not going to pick me. But here I spent hours memorizing these lines. Yes. Uh, pouring my soul. And you probably, you just, I don't know. I, I, I think auditions are the opposite of therapy. It's terrible. <laughs> they truly are. I remember one time I had therapy and then I had an audition. And it was like literally the worst. It was one of the, it, it was, that's yin and yang. You know, that is balance because I felt so calm. And I went to the audition and it was like the worst type commercial. Uh, and so it's just like, basically, oh, can you be a, a, a body prop? You know, can you <laughs> yes. be a, a body prop? And a hundred percent, everyone there is like, there's two types of actors. There's like legit actors in my opinion. And then like commercial act. There's like people that are, good at commercial stuff yes and they're there i seen people writing down riff lines you know what i mean i think i went in the room and i joked about i, I go it was something like a carvel ice cream it appears in your hand or something uh whenever you wish for it and, and so it appeared and my riff line was like damn carvel must be fucking losing money from this shit you know <laughs> my riff line was like this is a bad product and the director's like okay okay uh and then i just left and all the therapy was gone for the day. It should have been reversed. You should have you should have planned the therapy after. I know. And then you wouldn't have felt like a horrible person. I oh God. Well, I worry about everything too, but I didn't have a horrible. I didn't uh, have to deal with horrible things like my uncle disappearing uh, over that stuff. So, <laughs> so I mean, I think you're more balanced than me, Joanna. I do have a question for you. Tell One me. One of my idols as a kid was Mr. Bill Nye the science guy. What is Oh he Bill. Yes. Oh oh Bill. That's how you know. <laughs> That's how you know she knows him. Oh Bill. You know what I mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on? Is he amazing? He is he's he's awesome. I um it was like bizarre to meet him because like, you know, working in the industry, you meet people that are well known. Yes. But there's something about Bill Nye that he's not just famous. He's like an icon. It, it like yeah. the Pope. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, it, it's yeah, beyond yeah. fame. It's I don't know what it is. There's very the few people guy. that are like That's that. A whole yeah. subject. That's like a sixth of your day from the time you're four to eighteen, and he's and the like guy. we grew up with him. You know. Yeah. Um. That's what it is. He's like really funny and nice, and um, walking down the street with him is exhausting. Like, it, oh, I can imagine. People. It is. You? It's actually kind of fun the first few times, like, holy, like, I know exactly, like, if I saw Bill Nye, which I did my first month in New York, I saw Bill Nye running in a suit across Bryant Park, and I was like, this is why I moved here. Like, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. This is, that this was the moment you decided you were a New Yorker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, 100%. I saw Bill Nye going for a jog in his suits. I'm a New Yorker. It, yeah. it was. It was like, it was like, oh, my God, I found a Pokemon. Like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. this is a quintessential yeah. New York moment. I don't know. Um, sure. And then when I met him, it was like, he's he's just like this nice guy uh, and just very normal. Like, he curses and thinks wow. stuff is stupid and whatever. And I just thought he was like a big dad. But he's, he's just like a dude uh, with really nice suits. Um, and oh, designer or is it like, um, just, he like, has a, he has his own designer in Bryant park who he, oh. who does his like custom suits for the past like 20, 30 years. And that's what he, and I told him when I met him, I was like, 
okay, this is going to sound crazy, but like, I saw you running across Brian Park. And he was like, I do that all the time because I'm always late to my suit guy who's at Brian Park. And I'm like, oh my God. Wow. This so was this meant a, to be. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Wow. I, I mean, I, I, that's, I, I love Bill Nye the Science Guy. It's amazing that he just wears a suit all the time. You know, like that, like him wearing suits and like having a suit guy running outside. That's kind of living the dream. Would you ever like walk around and would he bring up science stuff? Would he talk, would he no. talk about contrails in the sky? Because I love I, clouds <laughs> and contrails. Okay. I'm a, so big, like, I'm a big cloud guy. Okay. The first day I met him, it was like, oh, I went to the writer's room in LA. I like arrived um, and he was just doing an experiment. And I was like, yeah, this is what Bill Nye is. Yeah. Like, he's just like, he's like, hey guys, hey, good morning. Here's an experiment about hydrogen. But that was the only time I saw him do what I thought a Bill Nye would do. And like ev- yeah, afterwards yeah, yeah. he'd be like, I just want to get some mac and cheese. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, he didn't really talk about science. He talked about, I think he, he loved and he continues to uh, love to rant about people who don't believe in science or like, yeah. you know, uh, th- that's his biggest pet peeve, but he doesn't really talk about like, Oh, you know, spiders are their sure. exoskeleton is blah. Like it. Yeah. No, yeah, he's not a no. fact sharer. He's not Which a I guess is but a like, growing population, oddly. You would think as his career went on, it would get smaller. He's like, I'm the science guy, but it's getting bigger. It, it's getting it's getting bigger. I think it's I think it's really crazy also like the inner workings of the Bill Knight. He'd be like, yeah, I remember that. You know that episode where I talked about that? Yeah, man, I had just gone through a breakup and I was really sad that day. And I was like, oh, there was a human behind the perfect guy who taught me about like electricity. Yeah, sure. so I don't, I'm not rubbing. sure if like we went over it, but does he have the same show since we were kids? Like what show specifically did you write on? And, like, uh, I what was is... on his Netflix show that was canceled after three seasons. Okay. Thank you. Congratulations to me. Um, it was like it was like <laughs> a spinoff. Three seasons three. is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it was like a, a late night format of his show. Um, and I was a correspondent along with Carly Kloss, the model. Yeah. Oh, nice. And um, it was kind of funny because, <laughs> like, my correspondence segments were always in, like, the worst parts of Los Angeles or with crazy people in San Francisco. And then uh-huh. Carly's was, like, Venice, Mexico, <laughs> Jakarta. <laughs> and I'm like, why can't I go? And it's like, yeah, no, you're going to go see a guy who specializes in hugging people. And you're going to hug him for four hours and then go to a cuddle party. And I'm like, what oh the fuck? God. And then Carly's like, I'm going to look at like the infrastructure of Venice and how they're trying to stop the inundation <laughs> of its ancient buildings. And I'm like, the fuck, bro? Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on going to Van Nuys. Like what? Like anyway, uh, it was fun though. I really liked it. I I met some wackos on that show. I did a lot of um, segments about like pseudo science and fake science and people that are trying to trick people into believing some absurd things, um, which is which was really prepared me for 2016 to 2020. Yeah, I mean, Bill Nye <laughs> yeah. must be going crazy right now with everything that's happening in the world. Very, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was really tough uh, to be in an environment where, like, people don't believe in science anymore. Like, science was just like, yeah, science is cool. Like, no one's going to yeah, yeah. fight science. And now people are fighting science, like anti-vaxxers and climate deniers. And it's like, poor guy. He just wanted to teach us fun things. And now he's like, you know, the def- a defender, like a like a... It's just intense, like how yeah. 
it's, it's been hardcore. It, it is pretty wild. I would almost say science maybe got too cool that people were like, no, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, Man, the, that's so true. Like, like people were like, like, because when I was a kid, science just was there. You know what I, I mean? It was just it is what it is. And you it just was cool when it. you got to do labs. I feel like labs are mm -hmm. cool, but those are kids labs. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, Adult yeah. Labs aren't cool. It's just. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. We believe them. Why do we believe them? Because I don't want to do that. It seems like oh, a lot yes. of work, and it seems like they're smart and put years and years into this. Why can't we just trust these? I'm just going to trust these people. Absolutely. We never question a spark notes. You know what I never. mean? So, like, yeah. I don't know why we're questioning these science. Ah, because I think now science is political. Yeah, so, like, before crazy. it was like, oh, the sky is blue, and then there's a hurricane. And then now it's, like, climate change. And people are like, that makes industry really difficult to do yes. if I want to continue manufacturing guns out of my backyard. So, like, you know, it's become in, an interest thing. Um, a money thing. It's a money. A it, money it, when, thing. Yeah, when money gets involved, shit, shit gets crazy. Did you actually do I a know. cuddle party? I did do a cuddle party in San Francisco. Um, the strangers. It, with strangers so i will say that cuddling it it actually is proven to to help you like it it actually calms you down it it releases chemicals in your brain um yeah. that makes you happier it helps you sleep better um and there's professional cuddlists who you know for people that just can't cuddle with someone they they're hired and they're professionally trained to know how to cuddle you the thing about the cuddle party that i wasn't expecting was like it smelled awful Ooh. And I'm like, that's just like the one requirement is like, yeah. just yeah. don't smell bad. Like yeah. everything else is fine. Like, you know, uh, there's consent and people are, are, are hugging and whatever. And then it's like, what's the second thing you need to make sure? Like you smell fine. You don't have to smell yeah. good. Just don't smell like shit. It smelled awful in there. And it just, wow. it was weird. Uh, but I, you know, to each his or her own. Um, but it yeah. was. I think it, I came into it thinking these are wackos. And then I was like, actually, like I get, I get why people would do this. But like, sure. I went to see a guy, another guy in San Francisco, obviously, who claimed to like, uh, resolve your medical issues through sound. And this guy screamed at my stomach for, <laughs> for 30 <laughs> minutes, claiming that like my, my period cramps could go away. Oh and that God. one oh was, a, was a ride because this guy was clearly just full of shit yeah, and, yeah, yeah, but yeah. believed it, but oh, believed it. That's so beautiful. I, I wonder, I wonder if anyone had actually ever worked. It had to have worked on a couple people if he has a business. Yeah. If he's ever had a repeat customer. I think it's all a like confirmation bias. Like you want it to work. And then yeah. when it, ha when something good happens, it's like, it's gotta be because of that weird trumpet he used on my leg. And now I don't oh. need medication. You know, it's like, no, wow. it might be because you healed. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think maybe he, I think he was a Foley artist that he never made it in the business. And he's like, I'm going to turn this into a, a, a science profession. You know, yo, that's actually it's so accurate. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. I, at one of the instruments he used on me, he put it on my back when I said that like I had like back pain sometimes and he uh -huh. he put it on my back and he's like, you know that the Germans made this many, many years ago. And I was like, during the war? <laughs> and then he was like, yes. And I went, so the Nazis? And he just went, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Why? what? Why this guy is insane. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> You're putting a Nazi instrument on my back? What is yeah. this? <laughs> 
And he also had to go through research to find, ah, this, this was the one good thing that the Nazis did. Like, what is he doing, this dude? <laughs> I have a question about the cuddle, to go back to that for a second. Was there yes. any tips that they gave you how to be a good cuddler? Um, yeah, they, like, showed me that there's, like, different names for, like, the types of cuddles. Um, Big Spoon, Little Spoon is the classics. Yes, classic. There's, like, the, the subway where, like, you're just close to each other. Like, some people aren't comfortable with hugging, but they still need human touch. So there's ways of being close to someone and touching them without being, like, you know, the front of the body. Yeah, um, the and then they always put – this was kind of weird, but – which I didn't understand until the DP was, like – but the T- DP was like, I know what was happening. He kept on putting like blankets between us. Um, and he put like a double blanket, mm-hmm. uh, like from the waist down yep. on him. And I was like, okay, that's good. I feel comfortable about that. And then the DP who had a dirty mind, he's just like, I know why the fuck he did that. He was like cuddling with a woman for an hour. Like he just wanted to make sure. And I was like, oh no, really? Uh, I don't think jo- so. Joanna. Joanna. Maybe. Just, I don't know I'm how not... the penis works that well. I mean, I definitely think, like, I definitely think he was doing it because he didn't want to get a boner on TV showing someone <laughs> that cuddling is safe. You know? And he was, and I will say he was, like, always asked for, he was like, is it okay if I do this? Is it okay if I do that? So, like, th- it's actually a very consent-driven society. Like, mm-hmm. it's very much about respect and space, but it's also about, like, hugging a stranger for an hour. And yeah. I think the the biggest takeaway I had from it, which made me really sad, is, like, there's so many people out there that just don't have people to hug. And, like, now that we just went through the past year, I'm like, yeah. I get it. <laughs> like, I didn't really hug uh, anyone other than my husband. And I, like, missed hugging people. And then I kept on thinking about the cuddle party yeah. and how much, like, I hated it in the moment. But, like, I mean, I wouldn't mind going to one. <laughs> sure. They might pop off after the pandemic. I mean... Yeah, I saw Robbie for the first time since the pandemic because we're both vaccinated. Touch to I touch his back, and he fucking flinched. And we didn't touch the rest of the fucking time. Robbie, How you dare. need to be going to a cuddle party, right? Yeah, I didn't have very much human touch at all for the past year. Bro, <laughs> Essentially, get, next to zero. We gotta get your ass. Okay, so so you reacting to Sebastian was more like this past year. My body doesn't know what the fuck you're doing, and not like Sebastian, don't touch me. Yeah, what was it, Robbie? I don't know what it was. Robbie, I let's guess. get to the bottom of this. What was it? What, why? Why? I guess I wasn't expecting it, so I like was like, oh, that, yeah, that's new. <laughs> that has not been touched by anything other than my shower in a year. Don't touch yes. my back. Uh, even the headphones, he put he puts uh, little paper towels underneath his ears <laughs> to make sure that the headphones don't touch his ears. That's good. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, it, it, like it, you can double towel. Double towel, just like uh, my cuddlist did. He does. Yeah, yeah. He's double always blanket. double towel. Always. <laughs> I mean, when I went over his place, he always he did two towels in the pants. I go, what's happening? He goes, oh, no, 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 no. He, he just kept <laughs> brushing it off. Now you know. Now oh, I know. Jesus, Jesus Christ, Robbie. Um, Joanna, we always ask a guest to come on and get loud about something. Oh, uh, what do you want to get loud about? I have this love hate relationship. Mostly hate. It's like 80% uh-huh. hate, 20% love of like influencers. And I say influencers specifically because yeah. I do stuff on the internet. And when people call me an influencer, it offends me. Okay. It's like the worst thing you can call me. Because wow. the past year specifically, there's people I 
there's influencers I follow because I hate them. Okay. You I, hate that follow. seems like a problem. What? Yes. You hate follow. Yeah. I just hate I just hate them so much. It gives me this weird satisfaction to see them be so fucking stupid. Like so out of touch and like dishonest and fake and and like cringy yeah, and it yeah. like makes me angry but it's like you know when you when you have like an itch that's bad to scratch but like you can't help it Poison yeah Ivy. that's what i have with these influencers yeah. i don't like follow three people I hate like that but i will go to their page sometimes when the itch is scratched because they're all public so it's like they're there when i want them to be but i do not follow people like that i think I you're healthier than me because yeah. even when i don't want it it pops up on my feed and there's this one particular influencer who like my friends and i have a dedicated text chat about we don't talk about anything other than sharing screenshots of this insane person who is in our social circle who is an influencer that we're just like we cannot believe this person is real like this is so cringy and, and like recently yeah, yeah yeah the what what are they putting out like what's their content like ugh, like ugh, like i hate when people <laughs> sell themselves and like and their beautiful perfect life she posted like recently she posted a vacation video of her like jumping into the ocean and having like underwater shots and then at the end she like takes out a book and she, what she's doing is promoting the book but it's like oh, 30 wow. seconds of bikini and like diving and then like a book about like human trafficking and i'm just like what the fuck are you doing girl yeah like this makes no sense of course it's just if- if that was what a reading is, I would be fucking doing two books a week. You know what I'm saying? There if we go. Was was hot, people hot people jumping into waters and then reading a page? I would be doing that all day long. And you know what? I couldn't stop imagining the whole time. Like I know that the person that shot it was like a hotel employee, because uh, then she posted a picture with him, and it's just this guy who was just like, "God damn it, I don't want to do this." She made this sure. employee record her dumb freaking like video that she was paid to do to promote this like awful like book it's i'm sure it's a fine book but the book itself is about a horrific thing i think it's like sudanese trafficking and she and it's just i everything all of it was just like a bad mad libs of and situation so i for forwarded it to my friends with the text like is she aware of herself and how stupid this is and what I didn't notice was that I sent it to her. Oh, yeah. You got to be careful with that. I'll like if I send my friends because if you send somebody like a story on Instagram and you reply to it, you're replying to the person, not to the person who sent it to you. So I'll like send a text on the side sometimes. You'd be like, please don't respond to that. Like oh. this is for us to talk shit. We have to talk about this on the text. Like you're playing. That was with- what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this person, yeah. this person is in my social circle. Like no. I know, we know this. I know this person personally. Okay. And I'm hoping she doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> Did she see it, or you uh, unsent it? Uh, I, I, it was too late to unsend. I didn't realize uh, until yeah. hours, and then I saw that she wrote to me, and I was like, "Oh my god, she wrote to me! That's so weird." And I think she says something along the lines of, "I can pull it up." Yeah, um, this, this Did you mean cheap. to send this to me? Oh. And what what do you even say back to it? What, I was like, oh my god, I, I I was like, oh my god, I was talking about something else. But like my, t- it was I made a I said like the word book, like it was obvious I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And I was like, oh my god, I meant to send it to you. It, 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 I meant to send it to someone else. It was like it wasn't about your post. It was my other friend, which is like a yes. similar name. And I know she knows. Definitely. And like, she, and what she's say never, back or maybe not. She, she just sounds like didn't she's respond. Out of touch with reality, so she might not know. She might be like, yeah, she's right. Like, she's also she's never done anything mean to me. She's been yeah, perfectly yeah. kind. Yeah. Yeah, so I felt like a horrible person. It was like looking at yourself in the mirror after you cry and you have makeup on and you're like, oh, my God, what mess? What This is like, I'm so messy. Like, put yourself together. Yes. It was like that moment. I was like, I made this human being feel bad, I think. And like, but like, I, that doesn't excuse the fact that I think that what she does on the Internet is stupid. Yeah. So I need to I need to separate the person from the content. I think everyone should. I think everyone should separate people from. I mean, not totally. Uh, no, not totally. No, no, no. Actually, I heard that and I was like, sometimes we should uh, hold the person accountable. For, you know what I mean? <laughs> right? I saw your face change. You were like, you know what? We got to separate the. Oh, no. Like, you, I, you were yeah. diving into. Yes. I was like, Woody Allen, Woody Allen, Woody Allen. That's all, that's all I could think of. That's the only word that popped in my head as soon as I started saying that. Um, but I, I think when it comes to like. Uh, 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 corny or like uh, cringy cringy stuff not like a hateful you know what i mean like sometimes oh, yeah, 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 yeah. she's just trying to get a bag you know she's just trying to make some money and get some clout on the internet at the end of the i day. think it's also like i'm really what i find the most cringy is when people it's like when you see the super ego in action like these people want to project a version of themselves that is not real and yeah. so como perfectly crafted that it's like this weird uncanny valley that it just comes off as like what are you a human or are you just this like robot of person yeah. that like what is this mirage and That's also so nice about doing comedy is that yeah. showing your flaws is what makes you funny it's yeah, not... yeah. I think that's is that why we think it's so cringy because it's like yes. we're literally programmed to talk about our anxiety and how stupid we are in situations and how yep. you know and and we're an industry that's constantly telling us that there's a billion people that can do what we do and they're hotter and like <laughs> it just seeing someone that's so unjaded is like absurd to me I'm like can you please post about how much you hate yourself <laughs> like it's just, yeah. I do it all the time <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I do too. I, I, Whenever I kind of flex, I think that what I have going on, jo Joanna, is that I live at home with my parents. I'm overweight. I don't have a job. So if I flex, it's a joke automatically. You know what I mean? It's like an instant, <laughs> yeah. like, like, oh, he, he's leaning into the delusional, what, his delusional yeah. reality. So, like, people know I'm self-aware enough that if I'm just, like, looking hot as fuck today and, like, show a picture of my leg, everyone's just like, oh, yeah, Sebastian's being ridiculous. I hope. I hope. But there might be some people from my high school that's like, what's happening to Sebastian? You know? <laughs> He's delusional. His life's a mess, but he doesn't even see it. Yeah. You know? Um, because but the you have a ton of followers. You are, I could understand why people might think you are an influencer because you do have a large. I mean, your YouTube page was fucking huge. I, I, do you still do uh, the uh, YouTube videos that you were? Doing? I I did some during the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just to like do something yeah, and sure. um. And I love and I love it and I and I love having you know just a a pure connection 
to make my art and just have people see it. I can't believe I called it art. What the fuck do I think? My no. jokes. Come on. No, um, Joanna, Joanna, all I do is create art, okay? I'm an artist. I, I'm an artiste. Sebastian Matisse Canelli, okay? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I have... You know what? The Whitney just contacted me, and they're wondering if they could do an audio room of just my podcast. You know what I, I mean? I mean, honestly, <laughs> a soundscape. I would go. I, mean, I saw. I I once went to the Whitney. This is not a joke. This is real life. I went. I once went to a Whitney to the Whitney to an event, and um, there in one room there were four DJs playing four songs simultaneously, Beautiful. and it was. Beautiful. I was like, this is this is not real. Like, like whoever made this is is a comedian who wanted 100%. to make fun of modern art because this is the most atrocious thing I've ever walked into. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like what it would be for you if this podcast was on the Whitney. Anyone I'm kidding. No, no, I'm 100% all on board. I say maybe we do a Picasso and then a, a meme that someone made. You know what I mean? If you want to call what you do art, let's put it in a frame and see how it does it at the museum, you know? I mean, let's be real, though. Art's supposed to reflect culture, and like society and i don't think anything does it better than comedy because it's just not bullshit it's it's like you take out all the bullshit i'm not like no one's pretending to be anything other than a dumb person with like a point of view and i think that's that's like what i love about comedy but like as someone who does stuff on the internet like i'm i was i'm very surrounded by people who and and I'm not shitting on them. Like this is just you know you're you're you're, you're making an, a career and you got to make money. But it's just like what the fuck is the point of that post? Like why did you post that? Why did you make a video of you like scarfing down Cheetos and like it's a challenge and you I don't get it. Like what the fuck is this? Like yeah. there's just so much shit on the internet. I don't understand the point of. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, a lot of my shit doesn't have a point. But <laughs> I. <laughs> No, but but here's the difference. As comedy people, we could say it's commentary. It's co- everything I do. If if it's not if it's not uh, like blatantly funny, I go, oh, it's a social commentary on what's happening. It's a satirical you know? piece. Yeah it's, yeah, it's satire. Satire is the biggest like emer- like emergency safe that comedians have. Satire. Also, yeah. when it's like when you offend someone, it's like, well, it's satire. It's supposed to offend you. People, people are wild with that satire card. You know, people just pull, they'll just say something they actually believe in. But, oh, it's actually satire. So I don't know. Yeah, why, see how know, it does first. That. Yes. That's so um, true. Satire is like the life, the life uh, preserver. Oh, a hundred percent. But here's my thing. So I follow uh, some influencers, right? Um, but what I follow is this is embarrassing i follow a lot of sneaker like people or like uh fashion, that's not like, embarrassing i could tell from behind there's three sneakers behind you there's i was like why are his shoes on a bookshelf because i'm i'm gaudy and i'm from staten island and I, if i've spent <laughs> over 200 dollars on anything it's going on a bookshelf and not on the ground so, okay okay if you can't buy it in foot locker it's not gonna hit my feet okay that's the rules on sneakers in this house um but i follow a lot of them and sometimes i feel myself just liking stuff because they do it just just because they do it i i feel myself going oh maybe those shoes are hot you know what i mean or maybe that is hot to have like uh instead of juicy on the ass juicy on like the crotch you know what i mean <laughs> which i think it's a horrible uh, like trend that's happening is just having words on your on the front part of your pants right yeah that's terrible but then i see these influencers do it i go maybe i do like it so i may i we can make fun of them but they influence you at the end they, of the day. They, at the end of the day, they're doing their job because they definitely influence me. Well, but they like see what you described is like someone who 
whatever they do makes you feel good. Like you like sneakers. Yes. And they're they're putting more sneakers in your feet and like that makes you happy. So that's like someone doing something good for you. I think that there's just a lot of people out there that are just like, look how beautiful I am and look at me drinking a Mai Tai in my beautiful house. And there's no nothing else. Yeah. That's it. Joanna, I say I am I totally agree with you. If I was that hot, I think I would do it in a second. (laughs) I mean, this conversation for me, I'm speaking only about me, comes with the whole caveat. If I was hot enough, I would ignore this whole conversation and I would 100% be an influencer. (laughs) You know, with all of the ways you can filter pictures, like you could be the hottest person on the internet if you put enough time into it. You're right. When there was that that bad Photoshop of, uh, of Chloe. That came out because they fucking do so much Photoshop on their bodies and stuff like that. Like, I guess you are. I just need a team. Yeah, you just need a team. Sometimes I'm like, what if I like Photoshopped a crazy picture of me in a bikini and like put it online? I probably get like a bunch of followers. But like, what's the point? Like, what do they want from me? They just want like you just have these people. I want more of that. Then you just have these awful guys that dm you like you want married come to dubai marry me you know i don't want that shit that's happened to me well i've got i get a few dm what i love about my shit is like no yeah. guy no guy is like come marry me and and i'll i'll pay for your extravagant lifestyle the guys that dm me are like yo shut the fuck up and i'm like i'm doing oh my, my job God. right yeah. <laughs> yes i love that right you want to piss some people i was thinking about it the other day you want to piss some people off if you don't piss anyone off you have no opinion about life yeah like that's fucking awful like i i the moment and i every time i piss someone off i always click and see who they are and like what they've yes. posted and that can tell me a lot about who i've pissed off oh. and i've pissed off some people with the weirdest like accounts that i wouldn't expect like dads with a bunch of pictures of their kids and then they're like you're a cunt and i'm like there's you have three daughters what are you doing <laughs> yeah francis like what it, francisco whatever the fuck like yeah, 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 yeah. I, wh- what you're sure. whatever. I mean, people be weird online, man. People, I, I, I told I, people are wild, especially with just like how they think it's private. So they could just DM you whatever. They, you know what I mean? Because they don't know you personally. They think they could just DM you whatever you want. I mean, sometimes I've posted pictures and people have just been like, you're fat. I'm just like, hi, I'm trying to go to sleep now. Like, <laughs> like, like, I just, I just wanted to, I literally am just trying to escape for a second. Can you not just DM me? Can you not? It's very funny. One of the things that um was like the weirdest part that I had to get used to of like being a woman on the internet and like a person on the internet is like so much of what like men po- like comment are yeah. like, would I fuck you or not? And it's never up for grabs. I'm never like in the video. You're married. I, you're, you're married. I'm married. And like, also, no, I would yeah, never yes. fuck you. 100%. Yeah, yeah. So like, 100%. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what is this comment? Like, that's just like saying, I don't, it, it literally, it, it, that's like me going to a store filled with shit. I don't want or need and saying like, I, I don't, I wouldn't buy this. It's like, it's not going to yeah. happen. I can't afford it. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. And yeah. I, so it's much of it is private like, jet oh. shopping. Exactly. Yeah. Like exactly. if I were to go private like, jet shopping, no, nah, I don't want this one. The, the leather is it nice. It's like yeah. what? You can't it's, it's like, you know, when you're watching jet. the Olympics and you're watching uh, people do amazing uh, things and you're like, that sucked. And it's like, 
I can't run for more than ten minutes. How dare I? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, come I see, and, yeah. I see stairs. I go. Is there a hill? Is there is there like the, the uh, like a, a, a like a hill path rather than just do those straight up stairs? Can I go around the block in L.A. rather than just hit those stairs? But I'll be watching fucking some figure skaters. I, I'll be like, eh, whatever. You know, they did a, what a double axel. No, they did a triple before. You know, I'm so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's like when you're on the when they're like. I don't know. I just think it's so interesting that so much. I think it, 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 so much of what's online is like, oh, I'm you're just a commodity, and people can just say whatever the fuck they want about you. Yeah. Uh, and then we're also being fed a bunch of these pictures and videos of people that aren't real, and I'm like, are we just living? Are we slowly living in a like moving into living in a matrix? Like, I'm just confused. I don't know what's happening. Way. The past year certainly feels yeah. that way, especially because spent so much time online. Everyone's yeah. whole existence is online, so like no one, I, I like you don't even know how people actually look right now in real life. Like, come oh my people, god, you, yeah, like yeah. you'll meet someone and you'll be like, oh, oh my god, like the the show The Circle is kind of real because you'll see someone and they're catfishing as themselves. Sometimes, yes. You know, you, you'll meet them and you'll be like, no, 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 oh, no. Oh, definitely. Two That's people. probably the most common form of catfishing, I would say. Yes. It's you know that the circle. I've been obsessed with it, and now I think it's oh. because it's like the one show that I relate to because it's like they're all isolated and alone. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I love that show, by the way. I think it's addicting oh. and it's incredible. Uh, and also, uh, uh, it's satire yes. on <laughs> the internet. Yes. And internet culture. It, I mean, uh, it, it kind of is. It is to some degree. It has right? to be. It has to. I started I mean, watching more of the episode. Sebastian isn't fully caught up, but I started watching more of the new ones last night. And I was like, this has to be all just the producers like deciding the storyline from day one because this is wild. It's so, yeah. I think those producers deserve an Emmy slash Oscar. It's yes. it's incredible. I'm embarrassed to admit I think it's my favorite show. And like I wish I could say my favorite show was like a David Attenborough like really in- interesting series. Cuz you have to something. scroll like, past that to get yes. to this. Yeah. The Life in Color David Attenborough just came out. Yeah, and, you have to and it's like no. It I'm actually circle. pissed the fucking the, that new Life in Color came out because I'm stopping smoking weed this month. I'm like, great, you're gonna give this to me now. I was smoking a ton of weed last month. I couldn't get Life in Color last month, right? So now I'm just my sober ass is just watching the circle and being like, yeah, life's complicated. You know, dynamic. It's complicated. Should I believe what people say in text? There's so many words happening behind. You know? Yeah. I don't put so much thought into like t- when I text someone like, oh well, they said this, so that probably means X Y Z. I'm not like that. I think it's because yeah. I didn't grow up on the internet. Also, you probably text people you've met. And so you can like, I always yes. hear the person's voice from yeah, the yeah, text. Yeah. Like I've never yeah, online dated. Like I never, I never went through that. Like I never flex. had an, I never texted Hell people. Yeah. You it's know, so- I, <laughs> this is a flex. I never, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I'm, I have this weird thing. I love opening up uh, a dating profiles for my friends because i just i want to live vicariously through them it's just it's just such a weird world and i'm like i want to swipe on people like what's up like so i do it for them and it's kind of a problem and i think it's weird and um i can't (laughs) believe i admitted it (laughs) yeah i've definitely when i was in a relationship i would uh, sometimes my friends would be on tinder or something i'd be like let me look at that for a couple minutes yeah and and they would go all right just do whatever you they go if you swipe if you're gonna say yes just let me know i go okay i just look you know (laughs) 
it's i mean there is a, a side to it that is very much like makes you feel like you're an influencer though also right mm -hmm. it makes you feel like you have to present to the world because that's mm -hmm. your dating profile but how often i've gone on a date with someone from a dating profile and they show up and everything that they not even pictures but the words that they wrote are the opposite of who they are as a person they probably also, had help it's also yes. way easier exactly to be funnier and create a personality online like you have more thought you arrange the text and the words like in a nice way and you're like all right i'm gonna get this joke out i can do this you can't really do that as in the moment in real life unless you're an improviser Look yeah unless at you're sebastian that. canelli <laughs> So you my, probably get yeah you're probably you get funnier and uh, way my, more flex crushing I don't, in person i don't have uh uh like uh, i'm not on any uh dating sites but um what are they called they're not called dating sites what are they dating called? Sites. Uh, <laughs> the apps apps the apps the apps uh i'm not on any of those but i one time would answer my friends like we got to fix this because I answer. They're like, they're like, if you could be any tree, what type of tree would you be? I think I respond. Does it even matter? I'm a tree. <laughs> like, I think it's just like I'm fucking thrown out. I, I, I go. One question. I was like, who cares? And so it wasn't working for me online. So maybe I'm just jealous of these people that do have good online presence. I think that comedians would be the best at these sites because these sites are so cringy. Just in exact because you're just literally selling yourself. It's so. You're trying to present the best version of yourself because you want to be attractive yeah. and wanted. It's it's honestly really kind of depressing. Uh, that yes. I mean, it's it's great. It connects people, but it's also it's so much pressure. And I think that comedians always undercut the pressure by just being like, I mean, my my friend, um, he's on the site and he just sends me the jokes he sends, and he has great he has great content. Just yeah, from yeah. being on the dating sites, like probably peak content, like yeah, what he yeah, responds yeah. to people, what his profile says. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, yeah. this is just like he has his own show. Well, that's what influencers think they're doing on a grander scheme. They mm -hmm. just want to be liked by people, I think, to a certain degree. Yeah, they they want to be liked and they want to feel important. And they want to sell skincare products and immune system supplements. <laughs> And, and books we, about yeah. the Sudanese human trafficking. Joanna, if someone has millions of followers, how much money are they making from like Instagram and, or something like that? Do you know? So, like a lot. Like if you have millions of followers, I mean, a lot of it also has to do with how much engagement you have because you yeah. can buy followers so easily, and you can buy uh, engagement. But there's like there's programs that uh, that can tell you how much of the engagement looks like it's coming from people that aren't bots and stuff like that. So, wow. you know, really high level companies like Ford or I don't know, a liquor brand is going to hire people that are just going to make sure that the people that they're going to hire are, are legit influencers with people that actually care about what they got to say. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. people that have upwards of a million, like millions of followers, they could, they can make 40 K off a post. Wow. Oh yeah. It's a true economy. Yeah. It's a true economy. So Travis Scott is fucking raking it. If he wants. Yeah. If he wants. Mm -hmm. And he's probably mm -hmm. very selective. Wow. I follow him and I like him. <laughs> but also he's a musician. First. Yeah, that's not his. Exactly. That's not his. That's not his thing. I think that. Yeah. Like, and I think it's hard for me as a comedian. I was never a good Internet guy. I never did the Internet at all, really, at all before a pandemic. I would. I was private. Didn't talk to nobody. You know what I mean? I would DM Rob, Robbie occasionally and just be like, uh, I would make fun of what he posted, you know. <laughs> but um, I think it's hard because. I guess you got to be able to do both nowadays. 
I think I think you do. I I mean, I was hired on shows just based off dumb videos that are not very good. And I'm like, why don't you want to... No one has hired me off a pilot that took me a year to write. And I made a dumb fucking video of me lip syncing some poor child who can't get the words right it's the have you ever had a dream that's that you um you had you you would you could you do you what you want i know that by heart and like i got contacted by all the friends i know that are writers and like the highest levels like hey uh we have a round of packets coming out i'm like that wasn't even writing what i did jesus christ (laughs) you know so there's a lot of power and i here i am shitting on a, a a thing that's literally built my career so i gotta be careful <laughs> yeah. no 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 don't worry uh, next episode i'm gonna be shitting on italian uh, uh, on new york accents and being oh, american so do not, no. worry. Do not worry. comedians are so we're self-hating of you know i think are. you're shitting on like the level of out of touch that these people are and like how they can't see how like out of touch they are yeah, and like during the pandemic, actually, there were several articles that came out about how there was a rejection of a lot of these influencers. A lot of people stopped following them because they kept on posting pictures of them in Bali and people are dying and stuck at home. So yeah. it sort of reimagined. Um, I think it restructured the way people saw what they wanted to see. And um, comedians started getting more views and uh, celebrities that were doing specifically like, you know, content from home and stuff also started getting more followers and views. And I think that that I hope that that trend continues, which is people wanting to see stuff that makes them feel better or more connected versus makes them feel worse and less connected. Um, I follow one person who completely ignored the pandemic and I w- I'm embarrassed uh, that no. I do. I, Are I, you I, fucking serious? I do follow yeah. one person. And but, but he's I follow- a king. But he's, he's he doesn't true. go. He he's doesn't delusional. leave. He doesn't leave the five boroughs. He's no. not like living a life that you're like. I wish that was me. You're like he's the type right. of dude, he's doing coke <laughs> and put putting videos of him doing coke on his grid. You know what I mean? Like wow, in like he, basements in Queens. Yes. <laughs> so that's the with, life with like eleven people. There's a hookah. There's like four girls in underwear, <laughs> and then there's just this guy who's like balding and probably younger than both of us. Yes. Oh wow, is that Rudy Giuliani? No, <laughs> it's, it's his godson. It's yeah. his godson, and he's Should really we plug killing. his name. <laughs> I mean, I, I maybe we'll we'll bleep this moment out. His name is at Trap House Poppy. Okay. Yeah. And he works and for. He, he's Capital. Okay. He started the pandemic with around six thousand followers, and I think now he's maybe up to eleven thousand. And he are is, you serious? He has he has no self awareness, uh, and no. I abs- so I understand there is an excitement about. I think it makes me feel better to see him, to be like, oh, at least I know what the, the I, at least I know what's in front of me. At least hmm. I'm not pretending the my reality is something that it's not. It gives you Schadenfreude. Like that, at least I'm I'm better than him. Yes, I I mean there's like there's like a few people I could do that with, and Trap House Poppy <laughs> is definitely yeah. one, right? <laughs> uh, so I totally get being like, because you are you your presence on the internet is phenomenal. You're putting out funny stuff, so I understand you being like this is my create this is a creative space for me. Mm-hmm. Like like can we keep it creative? Yeah, I just, just was like, can't we have talented people use this space? get views and 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 recognition of their work like why are all these people taking up space 
making like posting pictures of their asses like god bless like if that makes you happy whatever but like you know bless, why is that god bless. why does like <laughs> oh, yeah, why is that what we aspect. want <laughs> I, I mean that's because uh, i don't know <laughs> i also think that what's horrible about that is an ass pick online I'm sure this is not what you want to talk about, Joanna. <laughs> I love asses. I mean, I like, I like, I mean, they're, they're, they're cute. You know, I, I don't mind looking at them, but I'm just like, you know, this isn't what I want to see all the time. And also why does that ass picture has two, have two million likes? It's an ass. It's a butt. <laughs> that shit has two million likes. I know. And you post a Harvard, you, you post it. I just graduated. I just worked. I put myself through fucking community college. I just graduated 12. My boy will get 12 <laughs> likes on that shit. You know? Yes. <laughs> but it shows you what's important. It shows you what is, matters in today's society. Ass. And you know the why? Ass. Because you could, I think, also a theory I have about I don't this have. Is, a, I don't mind the ass. It's more like read the room. I don't need to see the ass in Bali or on a, in the Four Seasons during the pandemic. But I'm still good with the ass in your apartment. If you're, <laughs> if, if you're, you're an ass if content you have a hot creator, ass, yeah. If you're a hot ass, if you have a hot ass and you are in quarantine like everyone else, and you just want to make yourself feel better, you 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 do that. Yeah, if you yeah. want to show your ass <laughs> like yes, ignoring. The, the fact that yeah, people yeah, yeah. are dying yeah. and you're drinking a 100%. fucking, I said Mai Tai earlier, I'm going to switch up the drink to pina okay. colada. Um, <laughs> and it's, and you're just in this bizarre other world, then like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I don't like you. I'm yeah. sorry. No, I, I mean, I, here's the deal. Consuming ass pics, people can't be dying around the ass. You know what I mean? That's the what? That's the bare minimum. You can't be killing people for me to look at your ass. Yeah. I, I don't think that's too much. Uh, Joanna, I don't think that's too much for us, the people, to ask for. I think it's a minimum that we can <laughs> aspire to as a society. Right? Imagine if someone took a picture of their ass and then they had, like, a gun shooting. You know what I mean? I'm sure, actually, I'm sure that exists. I'm, I'm sure that's happened. I'm yeah. sure that... And it would live on Trap House Poppy's page. <laughs> that might be Trap House Poppy's Guns and asses. You know? yes. I don't know if I'm just becoming a bitter person and I'm just like uh, judging people. I think people. in the pandemic we saw that these people were good enough at like reading the room in regular times and mm -hmm. just like through this they weren't media trained enough to handle a global pandemic. They're like, oh, people want it. Like their level of delusion was heightened because of the other circumstances of what everybody else has to do. Mm -hmm. I feel like. Yeah. It was, it, it, it's like seeing they're always delusional, but the, the, the delusion is just so much more saturated yeah. because of the fact that we can all agree. We all went through shit this yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not as cool to be super rich anymore. <laughs> like, remember when the Kardashians all flew to a private island and hung yeah, out with each other, cool. and yeah. and yes. everyone was like, "Are you fucking serious?" I've been in my studio apartment for nine months. I've been yeah. talking to my plant. Like, how fucking yeah. dare you? Like, but a year ago, people would be like, "Oh, that should be me one day." Like, oh, it's a, it goals, was aspirational. Goals. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But now it's I, more so like, much. Yeah. What a great point. So much of what's online is aspirational. People follow people they aspire to be. Mm -hmm. um, and that's fine. Uh, I just feel, feel like why don't more people aspire to be like, uh, I don't know. It, what's her name? Oh, man. What's this? I, this is embarrassing. I forgot her name because I don't follow her. So I'm part of the problem. What's this woman's <laughs> name? She won this girl's name. She won the Nobel Prize. She she Brenna? fights for women's education. Huh? Oh, I, I was she was shot by a guy. 
uh, who who was like against women's uh, education. I know her. Yeah. Oh my I god, the, I'm the problem. She's like, this um, is... yeah, I know. In I know, Booksmart, I know. she's Malala. Like, yeah, oh. she's like there. The two yes. girls in Booksmart when they uh, so their so like yeah. I know Lena Ma- the plug. I, I follow. <laughs> the you know Sammy from the circle. <laughs> Sammy from the circle. I don't know. I know Malalia uh, now, but I do know those two people because they're posting all the time. You know. There we go. So yeah. like, if the if internet is an aspirational space, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm part of the problem. Like, I need to start following people I actually aspire to be, uh, uh, not people who make me want to aspire for things like having a tight ass. You know. Joanna, also enjoy yourself. I mean, don't do not leave this conversation. I, I want you to go live your life and enjoy <laughs> enjoy hating people. Yeah, we don't get that like walking on the street, being like, "Can you fucking believe that person did X X Y and Z?" Like I, it, during my everyday life, I used to like complain about like in my head about people I would walk by a little bit, you know? Oh my god, yeah. And I think that now we need that a little bit on the internet. So please do not stop following these people. You need to complain about. I. You know what? I wanna. I. It just. It, I. Uh, I dream of one day writing. A comment that maybe they themselves don't realize is me shitting on them but yeah. it's so it's such a veiled sarcasm that it i like expel all my frustrations at them without them taking it personally and that is my dream is to crush them without them knowing <laughs> <laughs> joanna i think that you could do that one day i think that i aspire so, <laughs> i think a hundred percent you will do that one day and i think Especially like with people you working with, people like Bill Nye, he is someone that does bridge the gap. Yeah, he. That's uh, a really good point. And I think that like a person like you, I mean, I've seen your videos. Some are educational, and are, I've learned shit from that are comedy, um, and like uh, it like has that internet vibe also. Oh my god, thank you so much, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you are too good at that voice. Yeah, I don't, you sound I know. like someone I know. Yeah, it's I just like don't literally know like I. I sometimes when I get like spam calls, I like just start talking like this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Joanna, thank you so much for coming on and doing this podcast. Thank you guys so much. I, I like, I feel light. I feel lighter, you know, I feel too. It's, it's so, it was so nice to joke around and have a good time with you. I think that I'm probably only going to follow more people that annoy me now. To be honest. It's honestly kind of nice. Kind as long as you're doing it to hit, to like hate on it. Yeah. It's it's toxic for you, but it's fun. It is fun. You, you to talk that. talking shit is sometimes fun. You're not screenshotting <laughs> and sending things to people about like, "Oh wow, yes. this is nice. Look at his great watch." It's almost exclusively for yeah, talking shit. I I think that that's a good outlet. I think if you have that energy inside you and it needs to go somewhere, Better to a stranger online than a loved one in your life. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Like and, like, you don't have to be a troll to them. No. You can do it behind their backs. Yes, that's so much healthier and so much scarier that I know that exists. Yeah. <laughs> I know I said it, and then I immediately was like, oh, my God, someone has for sure done that with something I love I that. Like, when 100%. I post something that I know is, like, a specific group of whatever, uh, and then you just see like hundreds of people shared it behind your back. And you're like, this is nice. I'm glad that I caused some like rough around these people. Mm. Robbie, but Robbie's a troll. Robbie sometimes says stuff. Yeah. I like bring say- up like drama that happened in my college and I'll just like post about it. And then I'll just see like all these people sharing. It. And oh I'm like, God, that Robbie. gives me so much satisfaction that people are like, can you see what Robbie Nunes said? I love Wait, it. Really? I love it. Yeah, I think it's. 
I mean, this was I want to. This was mid pandemic. <laughs> you were just like, I need some drama in my life. I'm just yeah. gonna like, here you go, torpedo this shit. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> He's wild. I would never ever. It's even in real life. Sometimes, Robbie, you'll say something, and then you'll look up and smirk because you know <laughs> it's just to piss me off. It's sometimes nice to get a reaction. I mean, I react. I, I gotta to keep everything. you. We talk all the time. <laughs> I, I gotta keep to you everything. on your toes. Oh, you're a real life troll. Sometimes. He is a real, but I would rather. I no now no I wouldn't rather. I don't don't be a troll to me, Robbie. Please okay, leave okay. me alone. <laughs> please leave me alone. I've, I've slowed down. He's slowed down. He's, every so often he keeps me on my on my toes. Um, Joanna, is there anything that you want to plug? Um, I, you said plug, and I don't know why my brain immediately went like, "Oh my god, I need to get a plug for." I need to get like the multiple plug thing for myself, um, and my brain disappeared. What, what should type, I plug? Oh, my what? my podcast hyphenated. Yes, I was about to plug it for you. <laughs> oh my god, yes, please listen to my podcast hyphenated. We talk about identity and culture and history, and also like just just dumb shit. We just tell stories and laugh, honestly. Yeah, it's a and great... uh, we bitch about stuff. You have to. It's a, it's, it's, you gotta. And it's on Spotify, so everyone should go check out uh, Hyphenated on Spotify. It's so funny. And everyone be looking out. I How old is this new uh, Disney show? What is the age I, range? Uh, well, I like to say uh-huh. it's a show kids can watch. Okay, what is so that? So it's, it's written... It's like it's it's by the guy who did Phineas and Ferb, which had a, like actually half of the people that would watch it were adults. Yes. yes so yes, yes. that's kind of the thing we're looking for is there's a lot of jokes kids won't know or understand mm-hmm. or get. Uh, but they're so like layered that we can get away with it. Yeah, so yeah. the age range is your age. Like anyone can watch it. Anyone will find it fun. Um, it'll probably be on Disney Plus and you can stream it. And try and find the jokes that um, SMP tried to cut and that I fought for. Standards and practices. Yeah, I, I fight for a lot of jokes. <laughs> really? Is there Was there one that they were like, no fucking way, Joanna. You got to get out of here with this joke. Uh, yeah, I made a dick joke. And they were like, no. Like, it was like, it was the hamster. The hamster, like, tells uh, one of the main characters. Like, the main character, like, has, like, a large present, and he's like, oh, are you compensating for something? And they were like, yes. you can't do that. That's... Yes. And I'm like, but they won't understand. And they're like, that's straight up a penis joke. Like, you can't yeah. have that. I mean, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, they, they did, le- help, like, let me um, leave a joke about, uh, like, basically the joke insinuates that their cousin died from a harpoon accident and they and they and they let me keep oh. that after i fought for it so that the harpoon is in there the harpoon so be looking out for harpoon jokes if you want dick jokes you're gonna have to go elsewhere i'm so sorry unfortunately <laughs> no unfortunately, dick jokes. unfortunately uh but go check it out on disney plus when it comes out hamster and gretel um robbie uh follow robbie on social media you know if you want to see if he's a real life troll uh, maybe I mean I'm really my content isn't that trolly, Robbie. After this, you have to post something trolly. If you don't, you're not living up to your fucking work. It's really not that trolly, Robbie. You better do some sort of post like people from Sayerville aren't as good as yada yada. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to do something. You got to live up to the hype. Yeah, Robbie, please follow Robbie because he's gonna be a troll on the internet. All right, I'll try. I will not be. Uh, but uh, all the hotties out there, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. Keep uh, rating five stars, writing those reviews. Keep calling in for our solo episodes. We'll be taking those calls. All right, Robbie, hit the fucking music. 